Hello listeners, you are tuned in to the continuation of the Audible tour of the LA Auto Show. In this episode, you will get to hear from Albert Rojas. You can find him on Instagram at A-L-B-E-R-T-R-O-X-A-S. And you can also visit the episode page to find his Instagram handle. He is a father of two children and has been a gearhead and automotive enthusiast for the last 40 years. Tune in to hear how he shares his recommendations on the best sports cars for dads. If you're new to Wisco Weekly, consider subscribing and following us on social media and being a part of our community. And if you're a loyal listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget, there are two other episodes in this audible tour of the LA Auto Show series. This is our Sports Cars for Dads episode. You can hear product planners from the automakers give us a tour of their booths, and you can also hear our cup holder car review. Now, let's start the tour. You are now tuned in to the Wisco Weekly Experience. We are at the Honda Civic Type R in what kind of Audi color would this Honda be? <laughs> I was gonna say, it looks more like a, a Porsche, like a blue metallic, I believe they call it, but it's gonna be somewhere in like that Nardo gray slash gray blue family, it looks like. It has more of an aerodescence than it does like a metallic. It's got a, yeah, it's got a, it's got a pearl. Yeah, exactly, yeah, a pearl, right. Um, but I love this color. I mean, this is sort of the, uh, I guess for the past three to four years, this is that battleship gray slash really aggressive looking uh, great color that people are really going for. Well, one of the things that we started talking about before um, we started recording here was the Civic Type R, real fun sports car, uh, except it has the spoiler, which this is where you and I would kind of split. The spoiler to me seems a bit too, you know, gamerish, boyish, too youngish essentially. But you seem to think differently on that. What's, well, what's your uh, no, translation? I, it's definitely got that boy racer look, right? And that's sort of what I think the Type R was going for. It's got that animation slash really super aggressive robotic, you know, it, it's, it's a Type R, right? So it's got to have that. Um, I think we were more on the part of, hey, you know, as I'm an older dad, could I get away with driving this without wanting to go, you know, someone street race me or what have you? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it, it really depends. I mean, would I show up? To pick up the kids and this is it's a dope car for 37 i believe i think on the it, i mean it is a dope car um, it has you know nice red but, trimmings uh, around the wheels and then just matching that uh, that red in the on the inside carbon fiber trims on the outside as well it, it's that got that oem plus look which mm -hmm. is you know honda's aftermarket uh you know aftermarket scale, options if you, scale if you of one to ten and you can even use going to a death uh, a tenth of a decimal point <laughs> scale of one to ten how would you rate this recommending this sports car to a dad? To a dad? I, so you're driving it every day. Okay, for value, you can't beat it. Find me a better sports car Give me, give me a score. That, that seats four for 38. I would give it a eight. Ooh. I'm gonna make it very simple, Ooh. eight. Value is in there. Value is definitely in there. And okay. Honestly, I'd, I'd end up picking him up one of these just to have it. I mean, I had an FRS for a while, just it right. was like, Great value, good car, um, tough to beat. So, Type R is up there for me. But then again, I'm a Honda guy. So, Honda guy. Brand loyalty always plays <laughs> in. That's the X factor. Dun, 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 dun. 
All right, right now we're walking over to the Kia Stinger, and this will be Albert's first forced review <laughs> and reaction. Wait, this, is this the Stinger or the, the orange stinger. one? This is the Stinger, stinger. here too. It's so been we'll out look, for a while. So I see Masano red, Audi Masano red on this particular color. It's definitely a uh, form of red. It's a beautiful red though. It's, it's pretty. I mean, if you look past the car itself and you look at the paint, paint looks great. Um, I'm sorry, Kia. I live in Irvine, Kia's in Irvine, but I can't hang. Like, I, you know, they did a pretty decent job marketing as far as, uh, you know, boutique sales. They do that whole, you know, in the, uh, in the shopping centers and stuff. But I think this is a $40,000 car. Yep. And it starts, starts low forties can I, get up to about the mid fifties. I mean, for, for the size, it's, it's a nice size. It's, really difficult for me to find something very cool about this vehicle All right, because fine. it's a Kia. Let's go to the score. Okay. Score one to 10, rate this on your recommendation for a sports car for a dad. I would give it a, I'm gonna give it a four only because I see the Brembo brakes and I know it's, it's got a decent motor, but it's a Kia. People, wow, it has Brembo brakes and Michelin's. you still give it's, it a it's got, four. It's got and Michelin, Michelin. two key performance things that I know but, speak to your heart and you give it a four. But it's, wow. a, it's a key. You okay. can't change that. All right, Albert, we're sure. pretty damn lucky right now. We're getting to sit inside the Ford Mustang Mach-E, the first electric vehicle. You've been bringing up a very interesting question about this car, and hopefully maybe we can get an answer to it. And that is, since this is Ford's first electric vehicle, who is producing the electric vehicle or the electric battery on this? Is it Rivian or is it Ford? So hopefully we'll, we'll find that out. First reactions? This is a very small dash as far as that, but it looks good. Uh, it looks like it actually folds maybe. Um, but, no, not from this angle. Oh, okay. Really it's stuck up. Yeah. Um, it looks good. I mean, this is actually a very nice, uh, nice layout, huge iPad looking um, center console. It looks like here. Uh, very Tesla-esque. Very, very Tesla-esque. Um, it looks like it's in uh, portrait mode. Um, nice car overall. I like the latches, like everything fit and finish. For a pre-production car, looks pretty good. The, Panor the, the panorama, panorama roof. Panorama roof doesn't open though. No, and I'm and it guessing looks it just like, yeah, changes on. And well, off. I guess this is just a this is just a uh, this is not their full production car yet, so I'm sure they'll make some changes to this. Um, okay, In, inside it's it's pretty minimalist, very kind of modern. Uh, again, you got the uh, iDrive style uh, park, reverse, neutral, and drive. Interesting. Okay, let's take a look at the outside. Yep. All right, so again, describing, this is so bad for manufacturers, but describing the color using uh, Audi slash, or just the let's, Volkswagen let's with, brand. Okay, okay, because this would this is like a Riviera blue, say, kind of from Porsche. I would say Porsche, yeah, Riviera, Mexico, maybe. Yeah, it, it looks yeah. a little bit different on, yep. on uh, Laguna Seca if you're with BMW. Uh, very, you know, sort of like, has some Jaguar design cues from what I could see, and I know that they were affiliated back in the day, uh, Ford, Jaguar, Aston Martin. Um, it's a good looking car. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, I'm, you know me, I'm not a Mustang guy, not a Mustang fan. Um, but I mean, this is a good looking car. This is a car I would definitely uh, have to consider. And I think the price point was 40, I think 40 before, right, right. No, was that, well, 40, 40 before the, before the, uh, the rebates, okay. federal and state, but you know, $40,000 car probably will get you up to maybe 50 mid fifties by the time you got it fully loaded. The right. one we're probably looking at is probably along that right. $50,000 price range. 
when you do apply the federal tax credit and California state tax credit, that is about a $10,000 uh, bump or well, lowering in, in the price point. And he said 300 mile range. 300 mile Sporty, range. I, I like that you've got the little mini fender flares here. Um, overall, great car. Pirelli uh, tires. What are um, these on there? Those are like 20s at least? P0s, those got to be 20s. They look like at least 20s. Um, yeah, I mean, if you were to debadge this and didn't tell me it was a Ford or a Mustang, I would tell you it's a some type of European vehicle. You got the, definitely the Mustang Qs with the lights here in the back, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's a GT, right? But um, uh, I like it, dude. Very score, good car. Score one to ten. Recommended for sports cars without, for dads. Without knowing any of the uh, reliability, et cetera, right? It's a prototype. I'm going to give this an eight. Eight? Yeah, eight point. Wow. Let's give it an eight point five. Over uh, the uh, Civic. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, well, I mean, wow. it, it's it's different. It's new. I like it a lot. Of course, naturally, we are at Porsche. We're at Albert's favorite. Um, Albert, which what kind of white? This is kind of like a, a glacier white-ish. Yeah, I put it on the, the glacier white. Yeah, it's got to be glacier white or uh, front, uh, what the other whites are. I'm thinking of Toyota Supra white because it's a really bright white. A little or, bit of a grayish tone in there also, no? Maybe a little bit. Okay, loving those LED lights. Looks good. Yeah, it's got that. It's uh, a new design, huh? Those kind of just four in, in, in the corners of the, the headlight housing. I think it started with the 991. So, yeah, two to three years, maybe. Lots of carbon fiber on it, obviously. Um, this is the Turbo S model, which has gotten a lot of flack because it's electric, right? No turbo per se. But I believe Porsche is using that as basically their way to label the top model in every uh every for every model basically so if you've got the turbo or turbo s it's the top model even though it's an electric car there is no turbo i remember hearing that and the internet was was yeah, blazing in, in wanting the the heads of the porsche executives for like false advertising uh what about the two-tone rims is kind of interesting very cool uh again uh turbo s only so that's that's a, a, a exclusive option for Turbo S. So uh, black spoke, kind of a double spoke, um, and then the body colored outer. So body the body colored color outer match will match the the color of the vehicle, I believe. If you tend to get curb rash on your car, do not get that <laughs> option. You would be paying a lot of money for maintenance. Yeah, they uh, you know they initially listed this as the uh, the Tesla killer. Um, so it'll be interesting to really see how that turns out against the Model S. Uh, Raven, I believe, is their, their latest, fastest model. Um, but you cannot match the interior quality, the, that, that Porsche brand slash uh, manufacturing. I mean, they've been manufacturing cars for you know, decades. So you, you can't match that against you know, the Tesla seems don't fit. That is, <laughs> that like is that. That's actually a very, very well, well made point. Um, the history of parts, the ability to master the production of parts uh, does take quite a while uh, and so certainly that is the part of the Porsche heritage and history oh, yeah. which always makes it unique no, and, and I mean this is their it's not their first foray into uh, mainstream electric but if you look at everything about it I mean it, it's a it's a great looking car rear seats are actually more usable than I thought I actually hopped well, in I was it just earlier today. Ask that I mean you're, yeah. we're talking about for dad still here yeah, like, yeah. two no, kids car two, seats easily and it still has that that classic Porsche look um, I like it better than the Panamera uh, it's a little bit smaller than the Panamera um, 
That C pillar is almost for good safety too, right? Oh. Like where you do have kids in the back there. Yeah, no, definitely. It's got the buckets though. So this isn't a five seater. You're you're stuck with four, which I'm I'm good there, right? right. We've got a we've got a third at, row at least on the Q7. Now, that's, yeah. <laughs> the factory's getting, close. You, your wife will be getting will be texting <laughs> you uh, later today with some news. <laughs> but um no, I this is short of the price point. The price point's and, pretty and insane. Is, Turbo S you're looking, I wanna say in the one sixties. Starting? One, uh, no, no, no. It started a hundred, but Turbo S, Turbo S one sixty right. to one eighty, I believe. It's insane. So you know, at one hundred eighty grand, I don't know what. Well, there's nothing really in that segment when it comes to electric. Okay, so let's give it a rating. Okay, I'm gonna have to throw in value, etc. In there, I'm gonna. Uh, you know, in value maybe, for Honda too. So yeah, no, I, I okay. get it. So maybe you know, if they have some good competitive leases, you know, from what I've heard. This car isn't uh, the deposits. There were a crap load of them, and now the deposits are coming back because they found out where it starts at. So, taking everything into play, I'm gonna. Oh, I really want to give it a higher. I want to give it higher than an 8.3, um, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to put it in the low eights. Ooh. Which is tough. Yeah, I put a Ford I, over I, this, dude. I, I put a Ford. It. I put a, I, I can value. hear how you but, but, struggled to I, get that I, score. But, but it's 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 all about you know. I'm a dad. It's a value. It's a value thing, right? That's got to be into play now. All right, we got here Porsche. This is the Cayenne Coupe. So this Cayenne is new Coupe. for this year. So this is you know you've got the new roof line, right? The Cayenne Coupe. It's going after the. What is that? The X6. Um, you've yeah, got the uh, GL. Right. Mercedes has got GL a GL coupe, coupe yeah, if you will. Yeah. So they've got that, you know, that you know, called uh, sporting, uh, the shooting brake style. Mm -hmm. um, four seater. Again, another great. Uh, all the kinds are dope. You know, we've had two. Turbo S would be an awesome car, obviously. Interesting, this is a Turbo S hybrid, so it's got the, um, what is it? The, uh, the acid yellow or acid green, sorry, acid green brakes, the acid green accents that came from the 918 initially um, what's the performance have you have you had the chance to understand the performance of, a, of an e-hybrid among sport and no actually i have not so if anyone from pcl uh pcla is listening um you he gotta get me car. one of those <laughs> he needs a car uh so what do we have here the interior is phenomenal two-tone leather interior ventilation steering wheel with the carbon fiber totally got to be yeah that porsche exclusive right you've got uh, yeah, the deviated stitching, two-tone color on the dash, carbon fiber steering wheel. It's a definitely a high-spec vehicle. Now, this still is this is going to be more of a compact SUV though, or a small SUV maybe. Definitely not midsize. Right. I can see that uh, seats in the back here are going to be pretty tight. No, Car seat. I mean, you're you're definitely going to have to put forward a seat. Interesting. Even at your tall figure at five eight, will. Yeah, we'll it's gonna be to, tight. Yeah, it's gonna be tight. The uh, notice the climate control center console. Everything is touchscreen now, so that's something that they moved up to. Uh, maybe from the the uh, I know the Panamera didn't have full touchscreen. I don't believe, but that's got the uh, it's got some good stuff in there. All right. Well, give it a score. Recommended for sports cars for dads. Again, I know that it's a Turbo S, so it's going to be pricey. Um, I'm gonna give this a seven. Wow. A, a little conservative, but you know, I like I like the style, I like the look, but it, you know, the 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 price of entry is really high on the Turbo S's. 
anything that says Turbo S, basically you're looking at north of 140, easy. We're here at our third car in the Porsche Hall, in the Petrie Hall. Petrie Hall? I don't know if they call the Petrie Hall. The Petrie Dish Hall? There you go, yeah. You keep we're shaking hands. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at the Porsche 911 Carrera 4S. 911 Carrera 4S. Albert's going to blast me because I said GS instead of 4S. Yeah. I'm Filipino. What can I tell you? you know, wah, wah. It's, uh, my Fabi accent came out. <laughs> All right. What are we looking at here? 992. So this is the latest generation. Um, I believe it was actually last year that they actually uh, debuted this. But, you know, as a dad and a car guy, this actually may be, a, you know, an excellent option. It's gotten larger, obviously, from the 911 family. You've got larger rear uh, interior room, rear, bu rear buckets. I've got four. The seat's four. Sporty, I can keep up on the weekends. with the seat four. The seat's four. Barely, you've got the classic rear tight seats of the 911, but these are probably the largest seats that are, have ever been offered in a 911. So, um, like I was saying, 992, perfect daily driver, perfect weekend car, perfect for the family. You know, my kids, I've got six and four. They still fit in there, buddy. So, <laughs> you know, once maybe they hit their teens, they are Asian, but once they hit <laughs> their teens, you know, they, they might not fit in there. But I'm, as far as, uh, you know, dad, sports, car, Price point's not too crazy. You're starting, I believe they're starting in the 110, 120s. Um, classic, uh, some people will say classic 911 look, some people won't, but I still got that 911 silhouette for me. Um, excellent car. Uh, this this might be on the Albert buy list. Wow, that's and that's a I very think it's the first short time, list. For, it's the first time I've said it, actually. You know, the shoulder on here, what is, is this like a shadow or is this like a curve right here? Do you kind of that's see? That's a curve. It's definitely a curve. a curve. Oh, you know, I see. Uh, I've seen them painted at the factory, and it, it, it's usually done really well. It's really interesting. It's interesting on, though. On yeah. The rear shoulders there. It this seems like, like a, there's like a kind of a crease, it, or maybe it's just. Like let's a look paint. on the other. Let's take a look on the other side and see. Um, it's, it's got you those know, I, really I, no. See, it's got those really wide hips. So I think what you're just seeing is is the shadow of the no, where the pearl is the hits. Shadow, yeah. yeah. Right. That is the shadow. Um, but excellent car. Um, definitely, uh, like I said, I put this up. There up there people complain about the norelcro or brawn razor shift if you look at the shifter it looks like a little shaver right <laughs> it definitely does so people complain about that but aside from that they're offering this in manual now which is a huge thing so again great vehicle um i think you can probably base your spec one out for like 128 125 so great vehicle and it's a nine, Dennis. It's a nine. It's nine, a nine. Uh, give it a, let's give it an, actually, let's give it a 9.1. 9 like a 911. Right? Oh, you're so, so. crazy now. <laughs> 9.11. Right. So, so this is up there. I'm going to guess too that I don't know Porsche leases as well as, know, as well as I know most other leases, but if we're looking at a $120,000 Porsche and presuming you don't do 5,000 miles a year, let's say you at least do 10,000 miles a year, which is I think fairly reasonable still. Uh, I'm going to say, and you did kind of just minimal cash downs, which on a car like this, I would say would be about $4,4500. Uh, I think that you would probably get a lease payment somewhere about $1,600. $1,600 to eighteen, right? And then you figure residual value, et cetera. And, but, you know, you usually see those lease deals on vehicles that people can't move. They're going to move these. Or, you know, or it's it's 5,000 miles. Sure. It's $10,000 It's in something down. insane and you're 10 cents a mile after exactly. that, right? No, 10 cents, like a... Like a 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> no. But it's okay. Great. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the Porsche 911 Carrera 4S. 4S.
right, Albert, we're at the Audi booth and the two cars that we're looking at that you've selected that are a recommended sports car for a dad are nothing shy of selling half of your kid's liver <laughs> to pay for these. We're looking at the RSQ8 right now. RSQ8 is in a kind of a skittle green color. I don't know what actually what the proper name of this particular color is. Yeah, definitely a Lambo color actually, I think. Yeah, right, right? yeah right, Lambo color. Uh, you've got the RS6 on the other side in like a, a really deep blue purple. Yep. Right? So this is it. If you're a dad and you've got a good amount of money, this is where you should be spending your time. Audi's killed it this year when it comes to um, sports vehicles for the for a family, right? You've got a you got the RSQ8, which is the Q8. Watch your step there, which is coming off of basically this is a poor man's uh, Urus Lamborghini Urus right here. Um, and a poor man you are indeed. <laughs> absolutely. So. Uh, you know, super fast SUV. Uh, look at all the carbon fiber, good looks, great vehicle. Seats, I believe this is the uh, two plus two, so you're only doing four, maybe five at, the, at most. Um, but this is, you know, the, the Audi's uh, flagship for SUVs. Um, insane. So sexy. Yeah, I mean, great, great vehicle. I mean, if you were looking at this versus the Lamborghini, which well, how does one choose between one or the other besides price? I'll say 100, 130 grand, right? I mean, you look at and the Lamborghini, Lamborghini's not for everyone. A lot of people think that looks like the Pontiac Aztec, right? So the the Urus is, is much edgier, much sharper, and it's a Lamborghini, right? Um, ultimately, they're all part of the VW Audi family. Um, this is going to be, I guess, for someone that's a little less pretentious and <laughs> looking at not in this green, but uh, for someone that's looking for maybe something a little bit more subtle, but still aggressive, um, RSQ8's up there. It's gotta be up there. And the space in the back, it doesn't have a third row like the Q7 does, but there's still ample space in the rear seats for, you know, to fit three comfortably back there. Absolutely. I believe this does, has the three across, um, you know, uh, good room. Inside you've got basically all the e-tron climate control, um, same ergonomics. Uh, you got you look you got the RS uh, sport seats. You know the uh, that stitching is interesting. Looks like the uh, the Lambo actually yeah. the, the the Lambo uh, any of the Uricon type stitching. It's like a new version of a honeycomb there style go. stitching. Hex. I know that, that that's a, that's a big uh, a Lam big Lamborghini thing. This has the upgraded Bang and all all of a sudden 3D sound system. And you do have the three across in the back. So and listeners, if you want, you can actually even listen to the other episode where we had the um, head of product planning for Audi give us a tour of this car because this like uh, the Q7 has some of the more advanced features where all four wheels, I forget the, the proper name for this, mm -hmm. but all four wheels will turn with you okay. also. So four wheel make, steering. Four wheel steering, exactly. Right. 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 Nice. Um, great car. <laughs> All right. You got well, uh, Audi RS Q8. What score are we looking at? Uh, let's give it an eight point seven. An eight point seven. Uh, That's bold. Definitely good. Uh, That's your strongest good value, score good value so for far. The cost, I'm not going to disagree with that. Good I don't car. disagree with that. Okay, RS6 wagon. I'm going to tell you right now. This I'm giving a ten point one. I just I don't even care. I I, I don't care what's on the inside of this. I don't care what's on the outside. Actually, I care about both, and they're both amazing. It's it's phenomenal. Audi dropped the hammer with this one. Um, basically, we've all any enthusiasts have been trying to get this car over here uh, for years now, and this years. this is. 
this is unobtainium. This is it. It's here. It's available. The markups are going to be insane. Which, insane. by the way, um, Audi Mission Viejo, they never called me when I requested to put it down. Audi Mission Viejo, you should be calling <laughs> I, Albert. I, I, should, I, should, I, should have a, I should have a connect there, right? I Don't know, I I know someone. I, we I, bought I, all our Q7s from them. I can't even get a call back. We'll, so. have, we'll, have, we'll have to get you a call back <laughs> but, them. This is, and if, if they don't call you, I'm sure somebody, some other I'm, I'm, will this call is, you. This is it. Um, like you said, this is a 10. I mean, you're talking about the ultimate wagon that can keep up with, I don't care, any Ferrari short of uh, a hypercar, any Lamborghini, stock. you name it. Stock. Oh, and by the way, it seats five and you can put a ski rack on it and do whatever you want. Um, this is every, if this isn't part of your dream garage and you're an automotive enthusiast, oh, you're not right. an automotive enthusiast. And that's what it comes down to. So I've been thinking about, as a matter of fact, so I'm sure this car, when it comes out, this will be like somewhere about a 120, 130. That's, it's got to be under the RS7, right? right? Exactly, so, which exactly, is good. Right. Um, I think that's good for everybody. So then you're probably looking at least at a 30 grand markup. I would say 25 to 30 grand markup on this car. That's what I'm hearing, 25 so, to 30. So secondary, in the secondary market, let's just say three years from now, when this car does have 15, 20,000 miles on there, because somebody was they drove it they, sure. they, they babied it but they still drove it. it's an rs6 wagon you're still going to take your family around in this car i wonder i well i do wonder actually what the what that secondary market price would be on this car it comes down to production how many vehicles are they really going to offer i know it's not limited but it depends upon if is It'll every dealer limited is, is every dealer only going to get one or two right or is every dealer going to get five or seven but uh, you know you might you obviously have a a, a, a more inside look but I think Audi's using this as a gauge of whether they want to bring over more RS cars to the market, right? Um, and I, this is this is our sure. opportunity. I, mean, I think as long as the market commands it, right? As right. long as there's people that will be able to afford this, and certainly it's when it comes out, it'll be a limited run. Um, and but it's not a numbered car. It's a limited run, but not a numbered correct, vehicle, correct, right? Right. Correct, correct. So it'll it'll be just like the RS7. So RS7 when it first came out dealers maybe had one or two and then you know they'd have to wait for their next allocation and then by the second model year the third model year the rs7 now it's like dealers can get three or four in a given quarter and then you know if anything now they use it for barter right, now right. it's like a D audi mission viejo has the rs7 but they are an rs6 but they want to get two r8s back sure trade it you know um yeah no this is i mean this is pretty much it if you want to end the podcast here this is a 10. There's nothing better uh, value-wise. You're looking at, let's say you get one at sticker, 120. Um, performance, usability, drivability. Um, the only thing, if you want me to ding it somewhere, I'm going to say is the interior. Interior is a little, you know, it's got the, the same thing. If you were to close your eyes and sit in this, close your eyes, sit in the e-tron, close your eyes and sit in the uh, RSQ8, it's going to feel the exact same. Exactly. Touchscreen, climate, steering wheel, et cetera. But aside from that, I mean, this is it, dude. This is where you want to be. on our walk over or on our walk throughout the show here, Albert had the brilliant idea of, hey, well, let's start with some of the more affordable cars that dads <laughs> would enjoy as a sports car. And at the end of the day, I guess like any sports car enthusiast, we have to gravitate towards the Germans. And so we're at our last German booth that we're gonna be reviewing here. And that is the, Mer we're at the Mercedes booth. So we're looking at the GLS 63 an amazing car, especially with the bigger V8 bi-turbo engine. So the, you know, immediately the first thing you look at this thing, and let me tell you this, of everything we've seen here, you're, you're talking about dads and rides, right? 
it's got the third row. I need a third row. I don't have, you know, more than two kids, but you need that third row if you're bringing kids, family, mother-in-law, mother, and whoever it is. third row is just for two, not three. Third row for two, but it's still, it's, you know, it's either this or minivan. What do you want to drive, right? So for us, for our family, we got the Q7 because my wife wanted that third row. This is the only really other option for third row as far as European vehicles go. I think the X5 offers a third row. You got the Q7, you've got this. Everything else is going to be, you know, Infiniti, uh, Honda, what have you. But if you want something German, third row. And by the way, like you said, AMG V8 Biturbo got the classic monoblock uh, five-star wheels, which is dope. This is from like the 80s, but they basically brought that back. Sick. This is now the front awesome end, family hauler. The front end of, is, of Mercedes SUV looks, it's 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 flatter, right? It's normally a little bit more angular. They, they've really, yeah, they really, well, the GLS has that square look, right? The whole car is a but little bit more, more square. But even more so this one here. But, I don't know, maybe it's kind of the lower bumpers that have been added to it that really give it a longer face i think they need that yeah take a look how large the grill is grill's huge right and it's got this amg looking um bottom balance here it sort of carries over from the original s class um awesome suv definitely uh something to highly consider again it's going to be price point's going to be uh what high is the price point i don't know actually i want to say this is going to be 150 160 on the high end um you know this is their flagship suv there is there is none better so you're gonna see this a lot in irvine <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this or the bentley bentega right or the um, oh, interesting but i mean this yeah as far, as far as large you know this is i think x7 size is what you're looking at at that point an x7 may be one yeah, of those yeah. that has third row obviously but um again well, classic give, german great car give amg I'm gonna to have to put this up there. I'm gonna give it a nine, nine, wow. nine. And a half. Let's give it a nine and a half because it's the only one that we've talked about today with a third row. I feel like we need to give a car rating that is. Well, I guess we did give one that was a four, and that was the Kia Stinger. And that was that was literally <laughs> out of you know, maybe one day I need something from Kia, so I'm gonna give you a four just to be nice. Otherwise, but. yeah, you've been these these scores have been very high. Scoring this one a nine just below the Porsche 911 Carrera yep. 4S. Not, um, not the R6. Not the R6. Well, R6 is what we've been waiting for. It's a little, you know, the exclusivity factor. Um, but this has got the third row. We have not seen anything today that has a third row. I the, think the wheel design is definitely, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of uncertain on how men versus women would feel about that. Sure, it's got that, yeah, the, it, it's, it's beefy AMG Hammer look. Yeah, um, yeah. Blacked out, right? Beefiness is good. <laughs>Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Wisco Weekly. A big thank you to Mr. Albert Rojas for showing us around and sharing with us his favorite and most recommended sports cars for dads. Again, don't forget, you can check out two other episodes as a part of our audible tour of the L.A. Auto Show series. Be sure you join us for our regular episode starting next week. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do share this episode with your family and friends. And you can always visit us on WiscoWeeklyPod.com and see what's happening with the latest and greatest in the mobility revolution.